When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if we do a podcast where we listen to other podcasts and then just just talk shit about them? <laughs> it's showtime. Jen from the Jingles Department. W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P. Who are these podcasts? W-A-T-P. Who likes these podcasts? Not W-A-T-P. Who makes these podcasts? That one's beyond me. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. No, no, it's W-A-T-P. Ah, W-A-T-P. Oof. Wow. All right. We got some work to do. You are critical. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that reveals what your friends all say about your podcast behind your back. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Jen from the Jingles Department. Hi. Hi, Jen. Welcome back. Why, thanks. I'd like to remind our listeners you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. Email the show, watpshow at gmail.com. We're always looking for podcast suggestions. Also, if you find this show the slightest bit entertaining, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. We have uh, another whole batch of one-star reviews that I'll be reading. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a whole bunch came through in, uh, in quick succession. So we'll be reading through those later in the show. Uh, but first, today we'll be reviewing a podcast called True Crime 204. Jen and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado, let's get into it. True Crime 204 with hosts Susan and Michaela. We listened to uh, a podcast, episode 11, Lin Jun Part 1. And then uh, I believe we both listened to also episode 12, which was Part 2. I don't know the numbers, but I listened to them both. And that was also the season finale of season 1. Yes. I love these people who have podcasts and they have this make-believe thing that they're putting out seasons and this is going to be our season one finale and then we'll be back in the regular interval with episode one of season two. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> is that how you're selling your advertising space by seasons or are people buying it for the entire run? What are we, what are we pretending here? What are you on like 90 something of your first season? Yes, we are in season one, episode 96. That's correct. <laughs> Jen, let's get into it. So this is a Canadian podcast. It's another one of these true crime shows that talks about uh, actual crimes that are committed. And I got to just say, spoiler alert, this is an awesome podcast. I loved this show. I enjoyed it in a different way probably than I usually enjoy true crime podcasts because I okay. listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Okay. All right. Well, do you have a, uh, a clip that you want to play that sums up the show for I you? I surely do. I'd okay. like you to do uh, clip one. After five days of no signs of Lin Jin, his friends reported him missing. After five days? Five days, yeah. There's some parents that freak out after one. Well, his parents, like he's an international student, his parents are in China. They don't know. So, like, it might not be weird. They might have been, like, worried, like, hey, I haven't heard from him. But, like, Mm -hmm. his, and, like, the work thing, his boss was really worried because, like, that wasn't like him not to show up. Yeah. And then his friends, like, kind of waited around for him to show up. Like, he's an adult. Maybe he just kind of got busy or whatever so got busy (laughs) well i don't know sometimes you just get busy that's lingo for something else well yeah like i mean i'll thank you (laughs) it it works like both ways too like 
you know, maybe maybe you're hanging out with someone or maybe you're True. just actually busy. Yes. I'm sorry that was so long, but that is the podcast. That's the podcast. There's two things in there that I want to point out that I had in my notes to discuss. The first one is very obvious. Susan is the driver of the show. Right. She's the one with all the notes who wants to tell this story. Yes. She's an idiot. Oh. <laughs> can I read you in that little clip that you just pulled? Can I read you? I, I wrote down one of the sentences that she said. Okay. And I think it's comical when you just read it out and listen to the words she's using on, mind you, a show. I, I know. This isn't study hall in fourth grade. <laughs> this is what they think is a show they're putting out. It might not be weird, really, like, they might have been, like, worried, like, hey, haven't heard from him, but, like, his, and, like, the work thing. His boss was really worried because, like, that wasn't like him not to show up. And then his friends, like, kind of waited around for him to show up. Like, he's an adult. Maybe he just kind of got busy or whatever. <laughs> word for word, a sentence that she uh, mutters at the very beginning of this podcast I so know. that's one of the things I want to talk about. And I'm definitely going to get into this crutch with the word like that drives me fucking crazy. It, it gets used a bit. In it gets one. used a bit. Uh, but the other thing that I want to point out here is you have Susan, who is the straight person who just wants to tell the story. Mm -hmm. And then Michaela, I believe, is the comic relief, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Because she points out that she doesn't know anything about these stories, doesn't care, doesn't follow the news, isn't tuned in at all. Right. So there's really no reason for her to be on a true crime podcast. She has no passion for it or interest. But she does chime in with some gems. And I just want to point out, because in that clip that you played, she says that they're getting busy and like smirks. Uh-huh. And Susan has to point out that that can mean two things. What Michaela's saying, <laughs> her joke... But also, it could mean that the person is literally busy. Right. Did, you, did you hear when Susan pointed that out? Well, I did. This is a reoccurring thing. Yeah. Where Michaela's trying to be funny. I think that's her role on the show. I don't know if Susan knows that. Because Susan has to explain to her that her joke doesn't make sense all the time. Right. Part of the problem, of course, is that Michaela's jokes are terrible. But well, the other problem is that Susan is a humorless individual. She, well. All right, so here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> You clipped everything from episode 11, part one of this saga. Yes, I did. Everything that I clipped, I pulled from part two. Oh, great. So I'm not going to have anything overlapping. That's good, because we usually do overlap. Yeah, well, with this show, when I listened to the first episode, I listened through and I went, anything that I'm going to clip, Jen will probably clip. Yeah. So it's a waste of time. I'm just going to clip from the next one. So here's an example. I call this Michaela Fails. But again, I want you to listen to the fact that Susan doesn't even understand what Michaela's role is on her own show. So, and they can't really contact their family. Like, they can, but it's kind of monitored because, like, the family can't say anything about the trial. They can't say anything about the trial. I was like, I'm out of underpants. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, it's more like, I miss you. It's been, like, ten freaking weeks here. <laughs> this hotel sucks. Yeah. Their continental breakfast is just rubbery eggs. And you can't watch TV. And crunchy bacon. Boo! Be more funny. They're talking about how this jury was on this trial for 10 weeks, and they're not allowed to talk to the outside world. So she's like, you know, you can have a conversation with your family, but it's monitored. You can only say certain things. So Michaela just pounces on that. I need underpants. Like, boom, fucking knocking it out of the park. And Susan goes, well, no, no, no. I think that it would be more like, you know, I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for that, you freaking dummy. Here is another example where I actually felt bad for uh, Michaela on this one, because she has to explain that she's trying to use sarcasm to joke around. Listen to this. So after eight days of deliberations, the jury made their decision. Only eight? Eight. Ah, well, that's kind of long. Like that's, uh, I know. That's, that's eight like full days. Eight. Yeah, eight <laughs> and days like, of eight hours. Oh, I think it's more than eight hours, too. Oh. Whatever. Gross. So, <laughs> yeah. Sarcasm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so Michaela's like, when I said only eight days, it was sarcastic. That's a long fucking time to be in a jury room discussing this case. And I should probably back up and talk about what they're talking about. It's this horrific murder that occurred in Montreal with yeah. a Chinese exchange student named Lin Jun. And the story itself is fascinating. It sure is. I've heard it many times from other podcasts. I'm sure you have. This is a high profile <laughs> case. Yeah. 
But I, I'm not into the true crime thing. So I went and started reading wiki pages and, and old news reports and stuff. And I was like, holy shit. They took subject matter that is riveting and made it two hours of the most boring nonsense I could possibly have listened to. It's only an hour and a half, but it is two. It takes up two hours. I'm not sure how that is physically possible. I was just going to say, it's not that long. It they bend time and space seemed like with they, their fucking stupidity. They could have done this in easily one episode of 30 minutes. That's the crazy thing. I they listened to part one and they explained the entire thing. I'm right. like, what is part two going to be? It was nothing, actually. It was nothing. I listened to that and... So I had fun listening to the first one because okay. it, it was interesting to listen to how, first of all, the humor, I listened to True Crime Garage, which I have legit belly laughed at this particular True Crime podcast. They do the same kind of subject matter. It's this horrible stuff, but their jokes are funny. Right. Um, but they also are pretty respectful of the actual crime itself because these are horrible things that are happening, which there's tons of people out there who find it interesting. I find it very interesting. But the jokes that they were telling about this terrible crime were somehow so inappropriate. They, I, I was fascinated by these two girls. I just, I actually really loved the first episode that I listened to. You did like it? Because I, like, I, was, I was being sarcastic. No, this is a garbage podcast. Well, it's, ter- this is it's terrible. It's, it's not a good podcast. This is one of the worst things I've heard. If I wasn't doing this, that's why I... I I submitted this. Yes, this was your submission. This is Because why. you're always looking for new true crime I podcasts. I'm always, always, always. Right. Because I run out of them because I listen to them all the time. Right. So I was hopeful. Because I like Canada. And I like Canadians. And I like true crime. I used to think I liked Canadians. And then a couple of these podcasts. Holy shit. Oh, man. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if that's the case or not. I got halfway through this episode. And that's when I texted you yes <laughs> you should probably listen to this because it's something else all right let's let's keep rolling with it here because i have a ton of clips to get to and i see you have a few as well uh do you want to take over here um well this is just kind of going back to what you were talking about about how michaela has to really explain her jokes mm-hmm. so uh, you can play 10 all right police received an anonymous tip that led them to a body of water in Montreal Park, or Lynn Jen Body of water. Well, yeah, because like I don't know if it, I wouldn't like call a it a body? lake. Body, but like yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> Do you, Susan? <laughs> you don't seem to get it. Yeah, I'm so glad you clipped that. When I heard that part, it's it's upsetting. I know how poor these two are at their back and forth, and they've been doing this for a while. These are their 11th and 12th episodes, so this isn't their first time doing a show together i assume they're also friends they i think hang out I, in each other's bedrooms i think they're high school friends and i think these girls i feel kind of bad because i think they're probably in their early 20s i'm just guessing well um i actually pulled a clip that will definitely make everyone feel bad i was hoping to uh hold this until the end but uh they talk about what their porn names would be and uh <laughs> this comes out your name what's your stripper name susan i'm sorry stripper name they talk about what their stripper names right. would be and this comes out your name. What's your stripper name, Susan? First uh, pet in your street you grew up on. Like my pet name? No, like your first pet you had in the street you grew up on. That's your stripper name. I don't want to say this, the street I live on because I still live there. I mean, I same. <laughs> but, okay. All right, so they both still live with their parents. Yes. Is what they just said right there. Yeah. So they're probably 20, 21 years old. Yeah. They're, they're young kids. I know. Trying to do a show. But I'm not going to let that be an excuse because they're trying to put out a, uh, an actual show here. Right. They Someone are. needs to steer them in the right direction, and I'm willing to take on that responsibility. That's good, because they do need a little bit of guidance. So <laughs> You think? Yeah, if you want to play track three. And so, like, the they made it very clear that the secretary did not see the foot. Like, she didn't open it. Like, like it's still traumatic for she her. She would have been scarred. I think she still is. Like, she still well, would yeah, be. Well, yeah, it's like, but, I like, could have opened that. Yeah, but thankfully she didn't. <laughs> Along with the foot, there was also a note, and in that I thought you were gonna say nose. <laughs> no note. Okay, claiming. Jeez. Um, they should start editing some of these long pauses out of there, don't you? You think? think? <laughs> Holy shit! So I'm going through their Twitter feed, and listen, I'm not. I don't have anything against these two women. I have no problems with them, but there was something on there that just infuriated me. I'm looking through their Twitter feed. There's a picture of the graphical interface of audio editing software. 
and the caption is editing our latest episode. And oh. I went, what? There's fucking <laughs> editing involved in this? What are we doing then? Why Why is there so much that's being left in the show that is terrible? So one of the things that, that goes on over and over again is that Susan can't talk. No, she's she dumb. Trouble. She's dumb and she can't pronounce words and she can't talk. So let's get into that real quick. Um, she wants to talk about a preliminary hearing. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal in this case that there's this preliminary hearing. She has to talk about it over and over again. And this is her first take at trying to say that. So the defense applied to exclude the public from the preliminary, preliminary, I can't, oh my God. Preliminary hearing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is the perfect opportunity to edit. If you sound like a fucking moron on your own show, <laughs> I give you permission to go ahead and edit that. Here is, I call this one back for more. She tries to pronounce that word again. But like the thing about the preliminary hearing. <laughs> oh, it's so painful. It's so painful. She like gets to that word on her piece of paper. She's like, oh, fuck. My arch nemesis is on the paper again. How am I going to do this? Um, and of course, Michaela at this point just feels bad for her and is just letting it go. But then there's uh, there's take number uh, four of saying this word. Yeah, well, and that's like, but that's why like they, they and can't, always the bad stuff. They like reported like they could report like the preliminary hearing was held today. Yeah, holy she's shit, getting there. she's getting closer and closer, and I'm I'm rooting for her. And then a little while after that, she has to say it again, and Jen, she fucking nails it. And this, this is triumph. Yeet. So, the preliminary hearing was <laughs> on March 11th. Yeah, I call that one fifth times the charm. Oh, that was uh, very man. impressive. Ni nice job. So great. Susan, we're, we're all real proud of you. So I have uh, some more examples of um, this host of this show not being able to talk. Here is uh, another one of those examples. But, like, obviously this is a huge case. This is one of the biggest, the most sensationalized case in Canada. <laughs> the most sensationalized? Well, you know... It is, it, multiple syllables are very difficult for her. <laughs> Multisyllabic <laughs> terms. Well, I have a track that kind of, okay, it's track seven. Just play it. All right. And who did this? I think th those are the main questions they're trying to figure out yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because where did they go is probably answered by the what is this. Yeah. By the ooh. So it's basically who, Why? What? what and where is basically what they're trying to figure out all the w's and how which is by the way not a w but no it's not and i gotta i gotta pauses. back that one up yeah i know she's like what are those other words uh what uh i gotta back that up to the very beginning of this i didn't catch this when i listened and who did this i think th those are the main questions they're trying to figure out yeah, right yeah, now yeah because where did they go is probably answered by the what is this where did they go was answered by the what is this? Yeah. Where is answered by what? Yep. These two are journalists. It, it is something else. These two are something else. All right. A couple more examples of this host not being able to talk. Um, this one just, she's trying to, she's talking way too fast and just slurring everything. And I like, there's a lot of that I believe. Like he was schizophrenic. Okay. I think she was trying to say there's a lot of that. I believe he was schizophrenic. But she does say that all of them believe she was schizophrenia. Yeah. And here's this again. Listen to her say he was schizophrenia. There's a lot of that I believe. Like, he was schizophrenic. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was a schizophrenia. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, we've been laying into Susan pretty hard. But I know, I... but can I get one more? Oh, please, Jen, please. Sure. Okay. I call this Susan Can't Talk number 17. But, and like, it was also like the most sensational. Uh, sensationalized yes so i mean like all right and then i just have to play my, my quick uh compilation that i put together i mean you've already heard all these clips but it's just it's just fun for me from the preliminary preliminary i can't oh my god the he preliminary hearing the preliminary hearing especially because the preliminary hearing isn't that big of a deal 
the most sense. Uh, Epic fail. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you want to lay off Susan for well, a minute? Well, no, no, no. I have. I want. She actually. There was one decent joke she told, and I was like, "Okay, go, Susan. Now okay. you can be funny." All right. Let's let's hear it. And I said, "Decent." It's track nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he did have more than one package in his hand. Well, that, yeah, it makes sense because there's more than one part of a person. Mm-hmm. Torso is just the biggest. Yep. And most expensive to mail. <laughs> <laughs> so there they were talking about how this so Luis Rocco Magnata is this Luca 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 Magnata Luca, yeah which is not his real name but he he killed this person chopped him up and mailed his body parts correct and so he was actually at the post office on video <laughs> trying to mail these things right and I just thought that was actually a kind of a clever joke cost the most to mail your torso all right I like it Jen, I, I do want to get to something uh, that uh, enrages me. As you know, it's this thing where as soon as Susan got off script, and I, another thing that I saw on their Twitter feed is she writes out these long, long paragraphs of notes for these shows. Mm-hmm. And she writes it in this, this notebook. So she's just, and you hear it too, like the page oh, yeah. turning. I have some examples of that we'll play. But she's just turning pages and, and going through when she's reading. It's okay. As soon as she gets off script, she turns into the like machine. She's the fucking like monster. Everything is like this, like, 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 like. She gets into these weird. Yep. So, like I do, I put together a quick compilation. This is eight seconds, okay? It's Don't get, don't start fast forwarding now. I know, it's boring. I get it. <laughs> Here's the like compilation. Like, 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 historically, as one of the greatest things to ever happen on a podcast, what I've done is I've taken the very talented Les Claypool, the very talented Jay Lane, and teamed those two up with Susan, the host of this god-awful podcast, and turned it into the greatest thing you'll ever hear. I am so happy to be part of this. I know. I, I hope I haven't oversold it. I'm, you may have. you know i always thought that song the awakening worked as an instrumental but now i feel like Wes Claypool kind of dropped the ball on that. You may have oversold that. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I mentioned that Michaela is not interested in what's going on. Doesn't seem to really have a role on this show. This is an example where Susan's talking about something. Michaela's not even paying attention. Susan notices this and then has to repeat it so that Michaela can follow what's going on. During the hearing, both Magnata and the victim's father collapsed but at separate parts of the hearing. Okay. Which I, did you even hear that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so both Luca Magnata and the victim's father collapsed during the hearing at different parts. Wow. She checked out in her own podcast. <laughs> she really did. did. Did you listen to what I just said? No, I'm just daydreaming. I just want this to be over like everybody else. Oh man. All right. So I'm sorry. I'm taking up. I'm hogging all the, all the time. That's okay. Here. You get, better start crozuring me here and, and I, hey, take over some of the time. I can't crozier as well as crozier can. But no, nobody can. I would like to. Okay. So just, I don't really. Okay. Michaela's train of thought mm-hmm. is jumping the tracks on this one if you play five. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think like if you wanted to like make it big, you would have sent it to like the prime minister's house. Yeah. I don't know if that addresses public. Though. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah? Oh, yeah. 
It's a it's a, it's a thing. I, I don't okay. know the it off the top of my head, but yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Yeah. So like I said, this is all happening on the same day. That <laughs> just kind of went off the rails. Yep. I heard a deep sigh after that. Yep. <laughs> no one was happy with that. Again, <laughs> editing. It's very easy. I know. To make that less embarrassing for yourself. The the other track I'd like to play is track eight, mm-hmm. which is a really great example of Michaela. The video showed a naked man tied to a bed Ooh. being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick. After the stabbing... Okay, this is going to get a little detailed. If you have a weak stomach, fast forward for a little bit. I can't do that, and I do. <laughs> it's not too detailed. I think you'll be okay. After the stabbing, the man dismembered the body, committed acts of necrophilia, and performed cannibalism. Ew. Nasty. All in this 11-minute video. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull a That's So Raven. You nasty. Yeah. Wow. There's there's the comic relief for you. It's so inappropriate. I just, I can't get over it. I I didn't obviously clip that part because I didn't clip that show. But I'm glad that you did, because I wanted to point out the fact that she goes, all right, this is going to get a little bit gross, but don't worry. I'm not going to go too much into detail. So this guy stabs this guy to death, then fucks his dead body, and then eats him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not graphic at all. That's fine. Isn't that as disgusting as anything could possibly be? Well... I think they they checked all the boxes on that one. It is pretty gross, but... they just but I love that disclaimer. It's like, well, this isn't this isn't too bad. Don't no. worry about it. You, you won't be upset about this at all. So then he's pulling the organs out and fucking each organ individually. And uh, okay, <laughs> you should do a true crime podcast. Seems a little gross. <laughs> There's a part where I like it when these two go back and forth a little bit. Susan, knowing that she's really bad at talking, does realize she has limitations at one point. So this is a clip where Susan knows her limitations. Well, in prison, Magnata was prescribed a lot of medication. I wonder why. Including. And, like, I actually found, like, the list of the names, but I couldn't say any of them, so I just kind of broke down what they are. I like that. She goes, I have all the medications he was on. I'm not even going to try to pronounce them. And then (laughs) Michaela rips on her. She says this. It's cool. It's cool. So I just kind of want to hear you try and say it. (laughs) We'll do that after. (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, oh, yeah, you're an idiot. Let's hear you with these tongue twisters. Let's hear you try to get these things out. <laughs> and I just want to say, Michaela, calm down a little bit. You're the comic relief on a show with zero comedy. Don't get ahead of yourself here. You're going to start ripping on Susan for sucking? Mm. The other thing that's really funny about this show, the reason why we had to have this part two and have these really long, 50-minute long podcasts where they've already explained the entire crime and everything that happened is because these two hosts need to offer their deep thoughts and their opinions on the show. Oh, yeah. This is the tease to this coming up later. We already know Michaela's checked out. She's not paying attention. Right. So here's the tease that later we're going to get her deep thoughts. Now, we're going to come back to this not criminally responsible due to mental illness in our um, final thoughts, because I have a lot of final thoughts on that. Okay, I don't usually have any thoughts. Well, that's what that. Well, there you go. You can think of something to say for that because I think we could have a good dis- discussion on that. <sighs> okay. <laughs> or you can think of something else. I don't care. I don't want to think. It's hard. <laughs> I've been at work all day. <laughs> I don't think that was meant to be funny. I think that was the one real moment. I'm going to put you on the spot and get your opinion on this. She's like, oh, please don't. Please, please don't, don't do that. So now fast forward later in the show, it's time for the, here comes our brilliant analysis of all this information we've been putting out there. This woman who's already shown that she's falling asleep during the show, not paying attention. She knows nothing about law, the court system, how juries work, the sentencing process. I mean, we have more clips to get to, but she's proven she doesn't understand anything that's going on. And good old uh, Susan puts her on the spot. What are your final thoughts? This is always the part where I don't know what to say. So he's in a Montreal prison. You right? I think so. Somewhere in Quebec, somewhere. Okay. All right, so that's off to a good start. Hey, hey, dummy who doesn't care about this stuff and hasn't been paying attention, give us your insights on it. Awesome. She starts off with that. 
literally six minutes later, she circles back around and tries to make sure she's boring everyone with this. Any other final thoughts? See, you gotta hit me with it again. I don't just, know. Like, like, I mean, that was good. Like, if that, if you just want to leave it at that, no, so you, like, it wasn't that's good. Fine. Just, I'm just leaving it open. If you want to say anything else, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No shit. I, I don't understand what Susan is trying to do here. She's trying to prove that Michaela doesn't understand what the fuck is going on, which doesn't seem to be good for your show in general. Or she's just trying to make everyone feel awkward at the same time. I just, I, I just. Am- Flummox why they don't edit that out. I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. When I saw the fact that they're editing these shows, that whole part where she goes, all right, I'm going to give you another chance. Do you have any other final thoughts? I don't have any more thoughts. Why do you keep asking me that? I just thought maybe that would be a time if you wanted to say something. I don't have anything to say. Stop asking me that. That whole thing could have been cut out. But this is all to build Susan's ego. Because she's the one who's managing the show. She's got all of her notes. She's explaining the story. She brags about how when the story was happening in 2013, she paid attention to the news and heard about it. Wow. So after all of this, we're an hour and a half into this whole fucking thing. And here is Susan's brilliant final thoughts. She has been leading us to this moment. This is the crescendo. So yeah, like I, this is just a really crazy case that I remember. And I think this will be a history case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nope. (laughs) I think this will be a history case. That's what we've been strung along this whole time for. That brilliant insight from this fucking dum-dum. This woman is a dummy. She is an adult. Well, they're they're kids. They're dumb kids. Okay. They're they're adults. They both live with their parents still. Don't forget. Oh, boy. Don't forget. You know, there is... Something I wanted to touch on. Just This is just a mention. They have more merch for this podcast than any podcast I've ever seen. I got on their Facebook. Okay. They have cell phone case covers. They have toques. They have yeah. cups. They have stickers. They have a ton of stuff. I did see, where, I did see a video. Merch? I did see a video where uh, Susan was pulling out the new stickers from the mail that she had ordered. She was all excited. Here's the thing, Jen. There's this thing called Cafe Express. There's probably a bunch of other services like this. You send in your logo, and they'll slap it on any junk piece of crap that somebody wants to buy with a huge upcharge. The show gets 32 cents for each of these sales when somebody buys a $30 coffee mug. It's not that they're actually producing all of this stuff. It's all one-off stuff that a third party actually creates for you. I know. but On the fly. But they have it. Anyone, that's what I'm saying. Anyone can have it. Well, why don't you? Because I don't think that people want to fucking walk around with the Who Are These Podcasts dumpster logo on a coffee mug. I, I'm pretty sure they don't. I Listen. I'd wear a toque. As much as I like to rip on these podcasts, I'm a very fragile man. And selling seven shirts over two years would kind of bum me out. So I don't even put it out there. I'm not even trying to make 37 cents on my 17 listeners to try to get them <laughs> to wear a fucking t-shirt. Actually, that's not true. According to our friends down in Australia, Maynard and uh, Tim Ferguson. Oh, yeah. 12 million listeners to WATP. Australians don't lie. They're not allowed to. No. I don't know if you knew that. Hmm. Um, here's a clip that I call. I got, a, I got a bunch of clips here. I feel like I've already given away the punchlines and all of these. But I just, um, I call this, Michaela is clueless. He claimed to be dating Carla Homoka. Explain. Okay, remember? Okay. I don't know any of this yeah. stuff. Remember how we almost did the Ken and Barbie killer? Yes. Barbie. Okay. That I don't know any of that, but okay. She's killer. Okay. And we will cover that case eventually. I just haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> she just throws out a name that if you're the co-host on a true crime show, you should probably know. But she's not interested in any of this shit at all. Well, okay. So, so she's not a good co-host to bounce back and forth on things with. No. Well, I listened to the first episode. Yes. Because I just wanted to see where did they start from? How have they improved? You listened to the first episode? I did. That's amazing. But in the first episode, they do explain the premise of the show. Oh, do tell. So Susan. I'm all ears. Does the research, takes the notes, yep. studies the case. Right. And Michaela goes in never having heard it before. On purpose. On purpose. And how is that working for them? Well, you can hear for yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing that's not working out real well. They have two reviews on iTunes. 
Um, one of them is from one of their parents called Great Podcast. The other one, Aww. the other one is a two-star review that says, Annoying. While I appreciate the topics that they cover and I'm interested in the stories, the sidekick Michaela is so annoying and adds literally nothing to this podcast. <laughs> I understand she's not familiar with the topics and I guess is there for comic relief, but it doesn't add anything to the show. Sorry, I gave the show a real chance, but I just can't listen anymore. Well, Did you leave that? <laughs> the right I, no way. I would never give a bad <laughs> review outside of this room. Right. No, outside of this room, we're actually very nice people. But when we come in here for some reason, we just shit on everything. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking assholes when we get into this room. Nope. No kidding. Um, so you can play track four. This is an example of Michaela's annoying personality. Later in the same day, Canada Post intercepted a package containing a human hand that had been addressed to the Canadian Liberal Party. Oh. So it's not just the conservatives, it's everybody that gets a body part. That's like the Oprah of body parts. You get a limb, you get a limb. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Inappropriate. Mm. It's so weird. Inappropriate I'm okay with if it's funny. I'm not trying to say... But it's not funny. Doing a podcast... Is very difficult. I don't claim to be good at it. I just sit here and talk. You do all the work. I obviously do nothing. And I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And so, you know, when you listen, like, when you listen to music, sometimes you think, oh, I could totally do that. Sure. In reality, that's, that's what I'm thinking all the time. In reality, most people can't. Right. I know I could never do a true crime podcast. I'm not good enough at it. I'm terrible at researching and making outlines. I'm not that great of a public speaker. Well, that's what's weird about <laughs> but this. But I didn't put out a podcast. That's what's weird about this whole thing. People will look at us, especially those fucking retards from the Facebook group that are still getting hit with. But they look at us like we're bullies, like we're going into pe- peeking in people's bedrooms and calling them out for fucking being fat. No, these people are putting out a show. They're putting themselves out there. Right. Like, here's a piece of entertainment that I want to share with the world. And it sucks. It's fucking terrible. And if we all just sit here and pretend that everything's great, then what are we doing as a society? How is that going to help better anything if everyone's just like, you know what? You just do you and everything's great. This is this is a clip that fucking just gets me enraged because this is a show. This is a podcast that you can download off the internet. And then like the sending the part to the members of parliament using the mail to send the body part to a figurehead of the the you know yeah country like, yeah these two people should not be hosting any type of show they shouldn't even be having conversations with their friends they should be on texting only because they cannot get a thought out and it's so fucking annoying that this show true crime 204 if you're just on iTunes and you're looking it's right you know it's right there with Hardcore History, How Did This Get Made, My Dad Wrote a Porno, Pod Save America, as if they're all on equal ground. That's the problem with the internet. Is it anything, you know, if you want to show on HBO, you have to be fucking talented. You have to be good at shit. But with podcasts, any fucking Dumbo can just put out a show and say that they're a podcast host. These idiots can't even talk. Look at this is another example that I call Dummy Reads Poorly. Improperly or indecently interfering with or offering an indignity to the body. Hmm. indignity an indignity (laughs) to the body all right so you think okay but they're doing a true crime podcast maybe they're not good at talking or reading but they understand crime and criminology here is the analysis of the sentencing all right and the other four charges put together the maximum sentence for that is 19 years that's it yeah because they're not they're not like I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, I They're put something huge. bad in the mail. Yeah. Like, so then there's four Oh, charges. I sent something to the parliament, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. uh, the... The the weird dead the using body the mails, stuff is... Uh, the using the mail, that was probably one with, like, not that long of a sentence. No. The improperly... People send stupid stuff all the time. Like, the indecent interfering or an indignity to a body, that would be a bigger one. Yeah. Because you're disrespecting it, yo. Brilliant, brilliant analysis. This guy sends body parts to members of parliament, and they're trying to explain why he got 19 years sentencing. Like, well, the male thing. In fact, she even says using the males. Weird, dead. The using body the males stuff is the using the males. 
probably wasn't a big part of that sentence. I'm so glad you guys covered this case. I never would have understood the nuance of this sentence if it weren't for these assholes really breaking it down for me. And by the way, all that noise that you heard in there, that's on their show, not on mine. Okay, I, but, but I'm not even gonna make fun of that because my show sounds like shit. <laughs> well, I'm not making fun of that. It's fine. I'm just saying. That's why I was giving you the look. I'm like, is that that's our not me? End of things. That was on them. This is a moment again. Just this idea that they're actually going in and editing. What are they editing? Listen, I just call this awkward, and this could maybe sum up the show for me. If I just if I was gonna play just one clip, it would be this. You don't have to like post anything about it. Like you know what I mean? Especially because the preliminary hearing isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Yeet. So. <laughs> Yeah. Jen, would anybody listen to this show if parts of it were me going, uh, so, hmm, yeah. Uh, hmm. What, uh, what do you have? Yeah. You have, uh, you have any yeah, yeah, yeah. thing over there? All right, I see you have a clip on here that's titled Little Timmy. Oh, yeah. That's one of, uh, Michaela's go-to things. Yep. All right, can I play that? Yes, please do. Well, but how many people get reported missing a day, especially in like Montreal? Yeah. So like, I don't. They didn't wouldn't go. Oh, it's this guy that's missing. Like, mm-hmm. so the missing person thing is one thing, but then like also like you're finding body parts all over. Yeah, which missing Montreal. people are these? Yeah, is this the same person? Mm-hmm. Are these th- three different people? Gotta figure Where's that out. Where's the rest of the body? <laughs> Where is rest of little Timmy? <laughs> all right, so that's one of her go-to punchlines. Is like. You know, oh, it's, it's little Timmy, right? right. Like, and she puts on that weird fucking voice. She does mention that five years ago in 2013, when all this stuff was happening, she was 16 years old playing basketball. This is what Michaela says. Okay. Okay. Later on, they try to break down why the preliminary hearing can't be used to persuade a jury so the information can't leak out. And she equates this to basketball practice before a basketball game so this person who played basketball you would think would understand basketball attempts to explain what a play in basketball might be (laughs) it's kind of like a practice for your basketball game exactly so like that's actually really good that works okay so if you're at practice and then you go tell the other team after practice what you did in practice you just fucked up the game (laughs) right it's like this is our play guys um just so you know. So, like, if if the... We're going to pass it to Timmy, and then he's going to give it to uh, that dude over there, and then we're going to get it in the bucket. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. <laughs> Holy shit, she could have come up with one actual basketball play. She could have said, we're going to have a pick and roll. She could have thrown out any fucking play. Alley-oop to Timmy. I don't know. Something that sounds like you've heard of basketball before. Instead, it's, we're going to give it to Timmy, who's going to give it to that guy, and then put it in the bucket. Who's Timmy? I'm guessing she's not coaching a basketball team currently. I'm guessing. I'm going to throw that out there. It's possible. Did she say she played basketball? She did. She said that she was a basketball and volleyball player. Okay. All right. I have a clip on here that is uh, Michaela's take on the news media. Because, Jen, we need to learn from these people. They're wise beyond their years. We've discussed before, like, news, different sides. Yeah. Not always the same. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, but that's why, like, they can't. And always the bad stuff. Did you follow that? (laughs) No. News, different side, always the bad stuff. I gotta be honest. Are you falling asleep over there? Yes. I started checking (laughs) out. I did. It's rough. It is rough. It's rough. My first listen through on the first episode, I my mind was wandering. I was daydreaming. I, the shit that was going through my mind just to distract myself from this nonsense. And then and then you're like, oh, fuck, I'm doing work right now. I have to be paying attention so I can rant about what, how terrible this fucking show is. Because I can't get out of here and be like, it wasn't that bad. I didn't even pay attention. The time went by. No problem. This is a track that I call Michaela is Dumb number 42. Magnata's defense filed for an appeal on the grounds of judicial error in jury instruction. What's that supposed to mean? It means they're saying the judge gave the jury the wrong instructions. And that could be... But, like, what would an instruction be? They get tons of instructions. Like, before, during, 
the, before the trial, during the trial, and before deliberations, they are told many instructions. All right, so a couple things going on there. Michaela is wildly confused that a jury would be given instructions. Right. Well, she, what, like, what would even an instruction be? Like how to walk? You got to put one <laughs> foot in front of the other? What kind of instructions are being given out? So you'd think Susan, who's way into all this crime shit, would maybe throw an example. She goes, oh, no, 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 there's lots of instructions. They give instructions at the beginning, in the middle, near the end. Yelling, but what? What? Give a fucking example, Susan. Inform this dummy that you've decided to have co-host your crime show what an instruction might be, like how to interpret the law, what the law means, maybe evidence that is not admissible in court. You know, you can consider this, you can't consider that. These are the types of instructions, and I don't even pay attention to this shit. It's not that difficult. Well, all you have to do is watch one scripted television right. show about it's crime. It's all the time. And you know this. And not to mention, they're old enough to serve on a jury. <laughs> they should know something about Holy it. Holy shit. You know what I have to say about that? Classic Canada. <laughs> Classic Canada. <laughs> they are so Canadian. Uh, the videos Canadian. of them up in one of the girls' uh, bedrooms, there's just like a giant Canadian flag on the wall. Is that what Canada is like? I've never been over to a friend's house who has an American flag anywhere to be found. I think we're embarrassed by it. Well, but Canada is just like fucking holding it over us. Like, look at who we are. The fucking Great North. Like, all right, we get it. You're from Canada. Holy shit. I love Canada. All right. So let's talk about... Kids in the about, Hall are from Canada. I love Kids in the Hall. So do I. All right. Let's talk about some, some riveting Canada talk. This is a clip, and I don't know if you remember this, but they get into geography. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, this is... But I'm I'm excited to hear. This is amazing. So, guys, get your pens out. Get ready to take some notes. We're about to learn something. All the way, New Brunswick all the way to Quebec. Like, like that's not super that's, far. That's right next to each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quebec. Oh, yeah. New Brunswick. Nova Scotia. PEI. Newfoundland. Labrador. I guess I'm thinking Labrador because Labrador's on the that's, land. Up. It's up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's Newfoundland. And okay. Never mind then. Ignore that. But it's still connected. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would be like going to maybe, I don't know, Manitoba would be weird. Because mm -hmm. that's Alberta, like... over. Yeah. Yeah. Even Nova Scotia. It's like one over. Mm -hmm. Okay. Never mind then. Right next to it. Meh, no problem. Yeah. Okay. With a lot of practice, you're going to find that speaking Canadian isn't so difficult. And in fact, our alphabet and yours are fairly similar. <laughs> so why don't we begin singing it together? <clears throat> A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, B, D, Q, R, S, T, U, F, W, X, A, and These are Canadian ABCs. Susie likes hairy balls. What do you think of these? <laughs> oh, Canadians, you, you make it so easy. Oh, my gosh. Um, so this is this example I was talking about where this woman has a notebook. And for some reason, she's using the microphone to turn the pages of the notebook. <laughs> she grabs the microphone, somehow wedges it underneath the page in order to flip it. Thing. Like, really creepy, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, people were mad about that, too. And, like, I... What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> so... There's so much wrong with that. She flips the page and then has nothing. Here's the reason why she has this brilliant notebook with all of her notes. So that she can come out with factual information like this. So, and then just, this is kind of like a side note. So the video of the murder was posted to a website called Best Gore. And Ew. it was... That even sounds bad. Yeah, it was run by Mark from Edmonton. I did try and write his last name, and then I just realized I wrote Mark twice. <laughs> Mark Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. No, not, no. Don't even bring Mark Wahlberg into this. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Oof. Oof that right. back and forth. That's. I didn't even pull that clip because of the Marky Mark and then that back and forth, but it gives you a good glimpse into what this show is. It's yeah. nonstop little girls having nonsense talk that is not entertaining or fun for anyone, it only gives you douche chills yeah. on every part of your body. Um, this is a track where Michaela, and I'm sorry, I'm just kind of rapid fire. I got so many things to get to. This is a clip where Michaela doesn't understand how the court system works at all. 
and how you would ever find out who was guilty of something. So the jury found Luca Magnata guilty on all charges. I wonder why. Actually, like, I was kind of surprised, and we'll get into that later. I mean, if it's legit, then go for it. Well, that's that's what we'll get in. But it's like, how do you believe people? Because it's just everybody telling their story. You know what I mean? Yeah. In court, it's everybody telling their own version of a story. Well, and the thing is, though, like... So it's like, who do you believe? They were In court, everyone's telling their own version of the story. So it's like, who do you believe? Like, oh, how man. do you figure this out? There's a video of this guy committing the fucking crime that he's being convicted of. He shot it and put it up out online for everyone to see and bragged about it. Right. And then admitted that he did it. Yes. I don't know how you fucking figure this shit out in court. I can't. <laughs> I, how would you even come to any type of conclusion? <sighs> this guy saying this thing. This guy saying that thing. How would you ever fucking know? Well, in this case, it's pretty clear. But maybe they're talking <laughs> generally speaking. I don't know. Can we get back to the fact that Susan is stupid? Sure. I feel like we haven't talked about that in a while. <laughs> I'm, um, all, I'm all ears. This is them discussing when you're waiting for your trial. Unless you're out, and I don't know how Canada works, but in the U.S., unless you're able to get out on bail, you're going to be held in jail Mm -hmm. awaiting your trial. And this is um, them explaining how that works. What happens with all, like, the poor choice of words, but, like, the dead space in the middle? Time served. You just end up in prison? uh, You're, like, you're sitting in prison, but you get time and a half. Uh. So if, like, let's say I commit a crime, and then I sit in jail for 30 days Uh before my trial. Yeah. After I get sentenced, I'll have 60 days already served. Oh. So if I only get 60 days as a sentence, I go home after the trial because I already served my 60 days. Isn't time and a half 45 because it's time and then half the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, so if, I was doubling it. But. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Uh-oh, retard alert. <laughs> retard alert, class. Holy shit, Susan. That was not difficult math right there. I'm glad that even Michaela, who's half fucking paying attention, realized the time and a half of 30 days is not 60. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. I got a couple more clips. What do, what do you want to do? Well, what, I have, do you have any final thoughts, Jen, that you want to share with us on True Crime 204? Well, I just have one more track. You might as well just play it. Oh, track right. two. The box had a foul smell and blood stains. Oh, I wonder what's in there. Body parts? Exactly. Okay. A severed human foot, to be exact. Oh, gross. Uh, Does it still have the shoe? <laughs> it didn't say. I honestly... I, I assume not. I don't think so. Just, you know, awkward joke. Oh, that's, awkward, all, this, that's all this awkward is. Awkward laughter. And again, Susan takes everything seriously. Does it still have the shoe? And then just keep going. Just don't miss a beat. Let, let's just keep it going. Then she goes, oh, I don't know. It wasn't written down. I mean, I have my notes here, and I don't have any mention of a shoe. They're just so, riffing. So maybe there's a shoe. Maybe there isn't. It's, it's hard to tell. You can't riff with Susan. You can't riff with Susan, man. She is impossible <laughs> to have any type of back and forth. This next track I call Amazing Back and Forth. Prisoner dating site? Explain. It's like a place where, like, prisoners post and then like right because they they can go on computers that's get, a thing they get access to internet depending like if you if you've committed crimes on the internet you will not get access well, to duh. the internet but that's uh, not true no of course not and it, it's really funny that <laughs> they go prisoners could use the internet unless you've committed crimes on the internet this guy committed crimes on the internet luca yeah uploaded the video of him dismembering somebody mm-hmm. and then eating that person mm-hmm I would bet any amount of money they met on the internet, too. But thank God I got this ISO. Well, duh. That is awesome. Well, duh. That might replace, uh... No shit, Sherlock! Maybe I could, uh, <laughs> splice those two together somehow. Well, you splice them in with Primus, I'm sure you can do that, too. It wasn't Primus, it was Les Claypool. Jen. Whatever. Don't just assume Jay Lane on drums with Les Claypool. I mean, I feel like I'm talking to someone who has no idea what we're even talking about here. I'm the Michaela of the group. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Michaela of WATP. You're checked in. You're checked out. You're probably playing with the cat over there right now. I don't even know if you're paying attention. I'm paying attention, sort of. All right. Well, I appreciate that. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I want to play. Yeah. We might have already played this because this is from your 
episode that you pulled clips from, episode number 11. I just call this brilliant broadcasting. So that's why this makes it a little bit more interesting, like the anonymous tip part. Like anonymous tips are always like interesting, like who did it? But then I wonder, like, you know, I always like, I know a lot of people like to be like conspiracy about it, I guess, like anonymous tip. But like maybe this was just someone who found it. But like, how long did they know about it? Sure. Made, like that—that's why it's the Canada. The yeah, what? The Canada. The Canada. The, the Canada. The, the Canada Day. Holy <laughs> shit! I didn't pull that. This show is terrible. I know a lot of people want to be like conspiracy about it. <laughs> oh my god! It's as if it's as if talking on the show is an afterthought. The fact that they're putting out a podcast that they're very proud of. Yeah. You should see their Twitter feed. They they tease an episode. It's it's going to get recorded. It has been recorded. We're going to put it out. It might come out tomorrow. We're looking to put it out at some point. It's nonstop on their fucking feed. Did you happen to notice, though, when you were reading their feed, that episode 10, which I didn't listen to, recording episode 10 again... Yes, they, they talk had, about that. They had to do it twice. They had to do the show twice. Do you think it got better? I don't know. Does practice make perfect? Because I don't think it does. No. So talk to me about the very first episode that you listened to. Was there a noticeable difference? Does it seem like in episode 11 and 12 that they're, they have a better back and forth? The chemistry is, is getting better? Was it even more awkward back then? It wasn't much different, to be honest. They, they did segment it with music a little bit more. Like They, they have that theme song that I also didn't clip, but... Other than that, no, it's pretty much the same. Here's the theme song. This is, I don't know what this is. I don't know if someone is shitting into Pro Tools, but this is not music. And then there's this really weird, awkward pause before they start the show for some reason. So, who is Luca Magnata? What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> what well, is that music? Um, bum, 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 bum. Well, it's mercifully short, unlike some people. Holy shit, we have the longest <laughs> show intro in the history of podcasting. I mean, there's a couple firsts going on with WATP. The most one-star reviews. In the history of podcasts. That's something to write home about. If someone could find one with more one-star reviews than we have, I'd be interested to know about it because I am claiming that our claim to fame is we are the most hated show in iTunes. We are up to, do you know how many one-star reviews we have right now? Last time I knew, I think you were around 80-something. Very good. We are up to 89. Ooh. Almost as as many one-star reviews as we have episodes. This is very exciting. Uh, Here are some recent ones that came through. This person says, uh, dumpster juice, one star. (laughs) Wish I could rate it zero stars. This is the worst thing I've heard. And then there's some type of crying emoji after that. You made her cry? Yeah. So that's, I mean, I appreciate that, uh, that feedback. That's very helpful. Dumpster juice. And then there's this next one from February 22nd that just is, hmm, with two stars. I want to like it, but the audio quality is bad and they both eat on mic. Woof. But sometimes it's good. Two stars. What? You've never eaten on I've mic? I've never eaten on mic. It's one of my least favorite things when I listen to other people's podcasts. So, uh, who knows? Who knows what people are listening to? Maybe I should get this person's real name for $100 and confront them. All right. Um, <laughs> here's one that says, uh, these guys should be embarrassed. One star. This is great. You know those people who have nothing positive to contribute to society, so they spend their days bullying others behind a computer screen? That is exactly what these guys do, but they hide behind their microphone. This show is beyond cringeworthy. They made a rape joke about a woman with autism. That was so disgusting. Then they had a woman on from another podcast who totally owned them. Uh... (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That might be. um, So this is a user named Think Kitty Cat Matt. That might be my favorite person to ever give us a one star review. I love that we got owned by that the host of another podcast. Well, they're listening to you multiple times for hating you so much, right? Oh, I, I mean, I, I would assume that this is another person from that Facebook group. Probably. Because the Facebook group came out and said, these guys talk about The Vanished, 
which is um, something that we're not allowed to critique for some reason. And uh, they didn't like jokes that we made. So, you know, we're the worst people in the world. So I'm, I'm assuming that that's all this person's heard that in the, the Dina Marie interview. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I also listen to the Vanished podcast. I do. You like that show. I do like that show. Yeah. I listen to it every week. Yeah. Well, good. I'm sure Marissa would be very happy to hear that. Well, I doubt she listens to this, but she can she can sell you an ADT system <laughs> after after scaring you that you're going to become a missing person. Don't forget to get your ADT system so that uh... she doesn't scare me into being a missing person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more one star review to read. This is the worst podcast I've ever heard. One star. All right, this is a little bit of a longer one, but so worth it. If you're into crappy, as in the worst, production, nonsensical rambling, mean-spirited and inarticulate opinions, bigoted and rapey jeeper-jabbering, and the meandering rants of two extremely basic-slash-generic simpletons, then have at it. Woo! That's an amazing sentence right there. You should put that on your website. I'm... Actually, speaking of (laughs) t-shirts... Yeah. That I would put on a fucking t-shirt. There W-A-T-P. You if you're into crappy, yeah, it's in the worst production. Not Sorry. All right. Next sentence. I love how the people they malign have actual careers in podcasting, uh, comedy, and the entertainment world at large. They may want to stop scorning them and perhaps observe what's made their output palatable uh, and popular. Because I stumbled upon this junk show on a whim, and I'm glad the wretched episode I did listen to was only 26 minutes long, I hardly ever leave iTunes reviews, and this is the first nasty one I've ever written. But this podcast was awful and pointless enough to merit it. I figured these guys could use a taste of their own scornful bullshit. We sure got a taste of it. That's what you get. Yeah, you got us. They listened to one 26-minute episode? What are we talking about there? Which episode did we do that was 26 minutes long? Maybe like episode two with Kevin or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Kevin was the nice guy, so if it was one of the old episodes, I'd hate to have her listen to... Uh, I'm assuming it's a her, because it's really bitchy. I know, you keep saying that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm assuming it's a her. I'd hate to have her listen to one of the shows where we're actually mean to other podcasts. Kevin didn't really allow that too much, but holy shit. All right, Jen. This has been fun. We talked about uh, this podcast that you turned us on to, True Crime 204. Did we ever figure out why it's called True Crime 204? What is that? I'm guessing that's their area code, but beats me. You didn't look it up? No. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't think it merited my time to figure that out. I don't, uh, no. I'll give them credit. If you're trying to get found by search engines, True Crime's a good way to do that. It is. Because I think that's the description of all these shows. So you might as well just call your show what people are describing their shows as. I would also like to just say, there's so many podcasts like this. These are the most likable two of some of them. I, you know, Wait, what? You should hear some of these podcasts. They are garbage. Worse garbage than what we just listened to. These guys at least have a sense of humor. No, no. <laughs> what just happened? I, you're not paying attention at all. There's no sense of humor to be had. There's no jokes. Where they do have jokes, they're bad jokes. They have to be explained. The other person doesn't even realize that they have a fucking co-host who's trying to make jokes. This show is the epitome of everything I hate about podcasts. And why we started doing this show in the first place. Because there's so many fucking garbage shows out there. There's worse shows than this in the true crime genre. Are you kidding me? Uh, I didn't want to get you all worked up. You didn't. That's not how you go about not getting me worked up. By saying this show is pretty good and it's good sense of humor. I can't say another word about it. All right. I can't. Well, that's fine. We've talked about this show. We've read some uh, recent reviews. So, you know what that means, Jen? It's time for... The teaser. Jen. Yeah. Are you familiar with this part of the show? I am. Okay. Good. Because I don't want to have to explain it. I'm getting tired of explaining it. <laughs> I feel like this bit is worn a very thin. Um, yeah. Here's a, a clip from the show we'll be reviewing next week on WATP. Hey, you dialed Dylan. What's the what what? Hey, Dylan, it's Chad. Oh, hey, cuz. What's going on, right? Dylan, do you know what the hell's going on over at corporate headquarters? Merlade answering his phone. Oh, Chad, bro. Jimmy and his little buddies, like, broke into headquarters and stole a bunch of stuff. It was like a t- 
Oh, I'd like that movie. What movie? Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, no, man, that one movie. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, Heat. Oh. The Italian Job. No, no, that's not Ronin. it. Oh, I remember. Right? It was Splash. Dylan Splash was about a mermaid. Right, cuz. Jimmy's slippery like a mermaid. Dylan, what the hell did Jimmy steal? <gasps> it was like a TV and some papers, bro. So boring, right? TV. I gotta go. Thanks, cuz. Right, okay. Hey, Chet, you should totally come to my party, right? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be in the basement of the Hellamarta. TV. I feel like you just maybe listened to the whole entire podcast. Oh, That was no. the longest clip. There is much, much more to be enjoyed that we'll be reviewing next week. Oof. This is a show called Attention Hellmart Shoppers. This podcast is a suggestion from Andrew from Michigan who keeps feeding us winners. He was the guy who gave us the Flat Earth Conspiracy. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. And uh, this is one that he enjoys. And let me read you the description of this show. Attention Hellmart Shoppers is a twice-monthly horror-slash-comedy audio drama. Join the staff of Hellomart, a big-box superstore built on top of the gates of hell, as they battle the forces of evil in order to bring you the best customer service minimum wage can provide. Hmm. Okay. It's an interesting premise. Sure, I guess. I'm assuming that it's going to be pretty good for some reason. Maybe that's a weird assumption to have. I look forward to hearing your take on it. Well, this is uh, episode 15 that we just listened to. It's called Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except for Me and My TV. It's from February 19th, 2018. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be taking a uh, a hard left on this one and getting away from these uh, teenage girls who are reading off their notepad and actually getting to something with some production, script writing, acting. I welcome it. I'm looking forward to this. That's great. It actually takes some work to do this podcast. That's good. <laughs> Sounds like they got some good Foley work, too. They have. Oh, yeah. Did you hear? That's why I left out all that time in there. Did you hear the footsteps? You heard that person walking, like, in real time. Yeah. Like, as if they had to walk three blocks, and we had to listen to every fucking step they took yep. to get three blocks down the road. What would we What, am I tracking this at home? How far did this guy walk? <laughs> oh, sounds like he's a block and a half. Oh, now we're getting close to the end. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're looking forward to that. That should be uh, a lot of fun, I would imagine, right? One would hope. One would hope. <laughs> One would hope. So please, join us again next week, because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Like, 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 like